Welcome to the pod. We're going to call this the Insightful Mind Podcast. What are we talking about? So, well, first we just kind of want to introduce ourselves. So, I'm Lizzie Donahue. I'm Brett Donahue. So, basically, we're just, we're just siblings. And we have a lot of insightful conversations. So, we live together. So, we have a lot of insightful conversations. Like all the time and it just so happens to be very very long conversations that just go very easily and we think that the things we talk about are pretty important at least to us and maybe to anybody listening could be important um yeah so we figured maybe we would we're gonna have these conversations anyways so might as well record them and put them out there for you guys to be listening to so yeah because it could help somebody and it could also help us because you know if anything that we say strikes your attention and you have anything to add or ask or, I don't know, a different point of view, I think it'd be nice for everybody. It's just good conversations. Right. Um, a lot of our conversations revolve around like fitness, diets, mental health, spirituality, physical health, those kinds of things. Um, so today we wanted to talk about diets in the U.S., yeah, the diet in the U.S., the typical, when you go into the grocery stores and you see what's in the grocery store, all of it is typically bad. Like, for example, they have aisles and aisles and aisles of, like, chips and cereals and candies and snacks. And even foods that you, that are marketed as healthy and clean foods are not when you actually look at the ingredients. Like, for example, I had some, it was, like, mixed nuts and it was like a trail mix type thing. Yeah, like trail mix. And so you would think it's just nuts and dehydrated fruit. But when we looked on the back at the ingredients, it was like, it literally said, what did it say? Bioengineered. It says something like this food contains a bioengineered ingredient on the back. And then when you read the actual ingredient list, I mean, it says like peanuts, but then it has like peanuts with whatever preservative. And then it has dried mangoes with a certain type of preservative and then like a food dye like yellow something and then just things like that that's all put into these foods that's not actually food and it's it's a man-made chemical it's made in a lab and whether or not these things are good for you i guess is maybe for you to decide based on your life and health goals but it's just something that we find like a very big concern it's something because so brett is He's taking. He's been taking a personal training course, and so he's, he's not like just making stuff up, you know. Like the things that he knows and the things he's saying is he's educated. He knows, and some of the things in our food is just outrageous. Like, even even in that trail mix that we were talking about, it has it's there's so much vegetable oil in it. Yeah, there's something along the lines of like. When you look at the actual oils that we're eating, all the foods that we have are filled with like palm oils and seed oils and canola oil and all of that's high in a certain type of fat, LDL fat, which is the bad type of cholesterol that builds waxy substances in your arteries. So you, you're you more prone to health risk, you know? Like heart disease and what else? Cancer? Heart disease and stroke and just high blood pressure, things like that. And then on top of, you know, on top of everything else, it's just bad because most of the diet in the U.S. is also, like, carb-based. And so not yeah. a lot of people get, like, I mean, the majority of the people only, when you ask them what a healthy food is, they'll start listing off, like, all types of carbs, like vegetables and bread and pasta and all that's good. And it's, But that paired with, like, the bad fats and just a horrible diet and insane. And the red food dyes and, like, random things like tomato paste why do we need to dye our tomato paste red when it's already red you know what i right. mean there's red 40 and oreos too and yeah i was eating um i was eating one of those mystery flavored airheads and so you know those are white if you've ever had a mystery flavored airhead you know those are white why is there red 40 in a white airhead i don't know i don't even know how that works well there's like certain studies along or on all these things that tell you about like Maybe it's in like rodents and lab rats, and but it's still clinical research that shows that these aren't real com- like foods or chemicals that we should be consuming because it has adverse effects on our health. 
yeah. even in rodents. And a lot of the things that we're talking about, they're banned in other countries. Yeah, there's a whole list of stuff on the internet. You can just look up, like, foods banned in the UK or Canada, and it'll say things like Frosted Flakes and, like, Mountain Dew and Doritos and, like... And all of those things are, like, staples in people's diets. Like, when you go to the grocery store, that you see people, like, their carts are full of, like, Twinkies and Frosted Flakes and Fruit Loops and, <coughs> and Mountain Dew, and I feel like all of those things are okay in moderation, but, like, when your diet doesn't consist of, like, a stable amount of protein and carbs and all of those things, you're, like, literally just choosing to I mean, have health problems. Yeah. And, I mean, even when people try to eat healthy and they'll go get, like, I don't know. Like, they just get, like, the, you know, they'll get, like, vegetables and salads and dressings. And they will eat for overall healthy, clean foods. But they're – and, yeah, it's good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you really, 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 really look at it, it's like, like we were saying earlier, why is there chemicals with my nuts? And like when you get peanut butter, why is there like five ingredients in the jar of peanut butter? It should just be just peanuts and at max organic honey. Yeah. Maybe salt, you know, but those three ingredients is max. But like usually Jiffy peanut butter or like cheese is supposed to be like three ingredients or four ingredients. But you'll go pick up the most common bag of Kraft cheese. Or even a block of actual cheddar, not even the American cheese, but actual cheddar. And it's like 15 ingredients, but it shouldn't. Yeah. Don't even get me started on American cheese because. (laughs) Yeah. And so even like, so you would, so I'm vegetarian just for context. When you, when you look at some of the ingredients on some of these plant-based meats, it's just like, how is that plant-based? How is that plant-based if it's like most of it is you know man-made chemicals in a lab and like there's some there's actually some good brands like I really like the beyond brand that's usually my go-to and then I actually found this other brand it's like en- Enzo or something like that I just had some of their shredded chicken and obviously we we read all the ingredients before we bought it because it was just like something to be like considerate of especially like being a vegetarian and not eating like real meat it's kind of scary because you don't exactly know what's going into it like you do with most of your foods right you're kind of given up for whatever your moral is or reason is for being vegan or vegetarian for example is fine but on the other hand you're eating what? poison poison if you eat those things i know someone i know someone that's vegan and he doesn't eat anything that's like mm-hmm. fake artificial even like the vegan versions of things you won't eat it because of those reasons he's very very health conscious like what we're talking about but mm-hmm. even at, even at, even at the point where you dedicate your life to be in that way there's it's very hard to escape it yeah because your tap water has fluoride why is there fluoride they'll tell you one thing but maybe it's for another we don't really know it's just scary you think about it and it's like yeah, and There's it's no escaping it in a sense. It's it's like, why is the FDA approving some of these foods? It's like, how can we even trust the FDA at this point when it's like, you know? I wanted to touch on what you were saying about what's the ingredients, like the actual, like when you eat the fake meat or your vegan meat. Mm-hmm. Even when you go get like farm raised <coughs> meat, like a farm raised chicken or salmon or egg. The nutrient profile within the actual tissue is so much less valuable than if you were to go kill a wild chicken or get wild eggs. Mm-hmm. And an easy way to, to just see at home, for example, is when you crack like a prisoner egg, like a Kroger egg. That's what we call it. It's like <laughs> yeah. those animals that like get abused because you see things like Fair Life Farms. You see the documentaries. If you haven't seen that, you should probably watch it. It's like... I don't know, kind of changed my life. It's one of the things that led me to being vegetarian. I mean, vegetarians usually consume dairy, but I'm also lactose intolerant. So it kind of just, but it, it really did change my perspective on just, honestly, humans in general. Sometimes I, I look at the things that humans are doing with this amazing world that we were just like, we're gifted with. We have such an amazing world. We have such amazing opportunities to like live great lives and do such amazing things and humans are choosing to like be violent and brutal and and uneducated that's like i think that's one of the main reasons me and brett wanted to make this podcast is because not that we're like you know the smartest people in the world we're not einstein but we we do learn like me and brett really enjoy learning and he happens to really really enjoy learning about like 
foods and ingredients and just personal training in general and I like learning about a lot of things I read a lot of books and so I feel like I'm gonna probably make a lot of references to books and throughout this entire podcast um so yeah I just feel like we're not uneducated on the things that we're talking about yeah we're not saying we're right neither it's just the fact that people live these lives thinking they're doing one thing and in reality you are being healthy when you eat nuts versus a fucking twinkie yes but how how far do you want to take it how far how how much can you read between the lines when you go Mm -hmm. eat your nuts are you going to choose the right kind of nuts or Mm -hmm. like when you go to eat make your own food for example when you get garlic are you going to get the pre-minced garlic that has like garlic and two preservatives in it or you're just going to get only garlic. Both are healthy, yes. Mm-hmm. Cooking at home to be healthy, yes. But like, when you really, really look at it, there's still things in our foods that shouldn't be there. And it's I think a- it's a direct correlation to make us less healthy or less optimal humans. That way we have to rely on the healthcare system is because like our brains just don't work as well. We don't have like neuroplasticity and... And, like, I think that's a huge reason why, like, there's such a huge mental health crisis nowadays, especially because, you know, like, when you were telling me the other day about how the testosterone levels were different in men however many years ago, however many decades ago, and when you look at the mental health, I guess, issues back then compared to now, I wonder what those statistics are. They probably correlate because... Yeah, back, I forget, I don't even know, I don't know the exact study, but back in the day, there was like 60, 70 year old men that had a testosterone level, let's say, naturally, I don't know, five, six hundred on average back then, but now on average, like I went and got tested, I'm at like a 500 that one time I got tested, maybe I'm at a 600, I don't know, plus the normal range is very wide, nowadays it's like between two or 300 and 900 nanograms per deciliter, which is like 50 years ago, it exceeded 1,000 nanograms per deciliter for the natural. So why did they change the scale lower already? Mm-hmm. That right there already kind of raises an eyebrow. And then you start looking at the decline of the overall testosterone levels in men, free testosterone, and it just declines over time. And I think that's direct correlation to the things that are put in our food and the things that are... Even pushed in, on social media like sedentary lifestyles and working from home and mm-hmm. making things convenient and just things like that is taking away from and it's not about having testosterone but it's about being an optimal human being so you can see between the lines because you can't see between the lines if you're like a cowering animal suffering of a human being you know what i mean to to bow down to the man which is what i, I refer to capitalism i guess as the man it's like the highest power of that humans contain, which I believe is like, I don't know, I guess people like the president and like our governors and people like that. Do you think that this, do you think that the president is eating the same foods from King Supers as we are? No, Absolutely not. not no. Absolutely not. He's eating, they're eating like the highest grade of everything. Steak, seasonings are probably, the ingredients and seasonings are probably different. And... Also, what I wanted to add onto what you were saying about our foods having ingredients that lower your testosterone levels and everything else, um, even like hair products, skincare products, makeup, lotions, like things like that, all of those, a lot of the time are generally made to make you addicted to those products to keep buying them. Like chapstick, for example, they put a lot of ingredients in chapsticks that make it so that your lips don't actually get moisturized. So you keep using more chapstick so that you buy more chapstick. Mm-hmm. It's like you got to understand that these people don't these companies don't want what's best for you. And I feel like that's part of my huge reasoning for wanting to live more of a sustainable life. I want I want to live in a tiny house because then I don't have to worry about paying rent and all of those things just feeding into the capitalism and that's also why I want to like grow my own food because then I know where it's coming from. I know what's in my food. Like I know what I'm eating and that way I can be the most optimal human, optimal human that I can be. And that doesn't mean I need to be superwoman. It just means that I want to be able to think clearly and freely and you know yeah and a lot of people can't do this because they just lack the education and it's not necessarily mm-hmm. right or wrong we're not right for doing this it's not like we're ever going to escape it or change the world maybe if everyone wanted to we could but that might not ever happen mm-hmm. but the point is to educate people 
Because I see people around me that I want to change, but I can't. Yeah, you can't change the people around you, but you can, you know, do your best to educate them in the ways that you know and truly believe and feel that are right. I feel like I don't, me and Brett have very different, I guess, like, I don't want to say lifestyles. I feel like we have a pretty similar lifestyle, but just kind of some of the things that I do on the daily basis, Brett doesn't do. And I obviously, they're things that I find beneficial for myself. And so I talk to him about them and I kind of educate him on the things that I do that I feel like are helping me, but without the expectation of him going and doing it. Because I'm telling him that I enjoy doing this thing because it does X, Y, and Z for me. And, you know, I feel like it, it's changing my life. I tell him those things in the hopes that, like, it's something that could help him. I'm never, ever going to expect him to change anything that he does to, I don't know. Like, Brett's not vegetarian, but I'm a vegetarian. And I feel like it's it was the right decision for me. It's probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. And I talk to Brett about it all the time. And I don't feel like he's judging me for one. And two, I don't feel like I'm trying to push him to be somebody else. But, like, I just kind of mm-hmm. educate him on my experience. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even if you don't want to be vegetarian ever at any point in your life, I feel like even just having the knowledge of, like, knowing somebody that's vegetarian. So that way you go talk to Sally down the street and she wants to be vegetarian. You're like, hey, well, my sister's vegetarian and I know this, this, and this about it. I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like communication is just such an important thing in, like, in human connection. I just feel like communication is one of the best gifts of life. Yeah, especially nowadays, we get lost in the sauce and the point, I mean, we always have phones around and so it's hard to be able to sit down and look someone in their eye and communicate exactly how you feel mm-hmm. because it's not a common thing nowadays whereas like even our parents have done that. Mm-hmm. And so it's very, very new for this, for it to be this way. Yeah, and I feel like as a society, we're kind of in a weird point in like, I don't know how I don't know what word I'm looking for, but I just feel like it, we're in a really weird point because like our parents, our parents, for example, they they have phones and they have social media and whatever. But like my my dad can forget about his phone for days if he wanted to, whereas I feel like for people my age or younger or even maybe Brett's age, it's like not so easy to forget about your phone because what me and Brett talk about all the time is like we'll just be sitting there you know reading like studying and out of nowhere it's just like you go to pick up your phone and you don't even think twice about it you don't even you didn't even have the thought pick up your phone it just you just did it I think there's a fine line between that like toxic habit you have of just picking it up and wanting to scroll on tiktok in the middle of anything versus nowadays if you think about it the reason the world is changing and we see it a lot of our generation i'm sure anyone that's listening can 100 percent agree that the world is changing and i don't only mean because of covid i just mean if you talk to your parents and how things were then and now it's just like total opposite because like for example our parents everything they knew and grew up knowing was only through like school which is like the board of education which is someone is dictating what these kids should be learning right yeah and even if it's not one specific person at the top it's all these individual teachers also deciding right plus there wasn't always tv there wasn't always news so you got your information from like one or two publishers probably in the newspaper so everything you're reading is based upon like there's so much filter and control that way the world seemed one way when you were when my parent when our parents were young but now that we could have we have access to anything at our fingertips it's so much different because things get leaked and you know, it's just crazy the internet's crazy nowadays because the world's changing because you can see the bullshit and behind the lies and even even some of the things on the internet are the lies that they want us to believe i feel like i feel like apps like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, I feel like they do put filters on people's, you know, I guess on TikTok, for example, your For You page. I feel like it only shows you specific videos that caters to a certain belief, whereas Brett might have a different For You page that caters to a different belief. And I just feel like it creates some kind of disconnect or like, 
like they want to divide us so that they're, we're constantly worried about this little trivial like stuff so that we're not focusing on the big real problems like the poison in our foods we're not right. focusing on that because we're focusing on democrats and republicans and oh you shouldn't do this oh I, like you know mm-hmm. it's like that that's like i don't know one and of the reasons i hate social media and it's as Americans, it's hard because we think the world revolves around us. So I think it's happening to the world sometimes, but it's not fucking happening to the world. It's just us. We're mm-hmm. clowns here. Well, I try not to be. We're, we're pawns in a game. That's like literally how it feels like we do. It's like what you were saying the other day, Brett. It's like, it's just like, oh, think this. Like, you know, they post a TikTok and it's like, you know, this is what's happening when in reality it's not happening. And then you're just like, oh. Yeah, I learned that. I know that now. And it's like not the real information. It's not the truth. It's just put out there to make you think that's the truth so you don't see the real truth. It's literal manipulation. Mm -hmm. Like we're being manipulated. Like we're in a game. And sad. And I feel like our food plays a lot into that. Like we're just, they're giving us what they want to give us to make us less than. Yeah, I have a whole list of things written down while I look for that. Do you? How much time do we have? Six minutes and okay. 20 seconds. Um, okay. So I wrote down a lot of things the other day as far as, like, diet relating to overall human health. For example, let me start up here at the top where... so. Let's just start with depressive disorders considered a potentially aggressive state of neural deterioration involving apoptosis, reduced neurogenesis, decreased neural plasticity, and increased immune response. So neurogenesis, I believe, is brain cells. Neuroplasticity is the ability to learn new things. And immune response, I'm sure, is like the immunity to, I don't know. Dysfunctional aptosis means that cells that should, that are, dysfunctional aptosis means cells that are that should not die are dying and it works when cells are damaged by disease or toxic agents which are in our food like LDL oils and canola oils and vegetable oils those things can be high in omega-6 fats which can be concerning because if they're consumed in large amounts they can be prone to damage and rancidity when exposed to light or air they may also be pro-inflammatory if you don't get enough omega-3s from things like fish and flaxseed mm-hmm. and all of those things are put into normal foods like your Doritos and your fucking Swiss cake rolls and your everything literally everything there's no food out there when you look at it it's gonna say like macadamia nut oil it's right. gonna have hydrogenated canola oil right in it and then like you eat something like that 18 times a day 18 little snacks three meals a day it actually adds up. And it adds up, yeah. And then you're wondering why, like, you can't, you're wondering why you're fucking depressed. It's because you're not mm-hmm. producing brain cells. Yeah, that. And also, when you're when you're eating terribly, it gives you no energy to want to do things like exercise or even just, like, mental challenges, like reading. I feel like, I feel like now maybe it's becoming more of a thing to read. I feel like a lot of people from my generation are starting to read, but I'm not really, I'm not sure what the trends are. But... It's, I feel like changing your diet is pretty considerable, even if it's not to the extremes that maybe me and Brett take it to. I feel like we don't even really take it to much of an extreme other than reading our ingredients and just making sure that, you know, is it, is it worth eating this? Right. Because I know, like, I'm not any better sitting here drinking a Mike's Hard Lemonade, but, like, if I do this once, if this is the only drink of this sort I'm going to have once a month... For example, it, yeah, it doesn't add up. It does unless I have like a Swiss cake roll after this, and if some Doritos mm-hmm. after that, some Cheetos, and a microwave meal, and blah 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 blah. So it, you got to pick and decide what do you want. Do I want to have a donut? Do I want to have this? Because there's no escaping in it. And if you really do want to escape it, I guess you can. But you're limiting yourself to the point where you're not really enjoying the human experience for what mm-hmm. it's meant to be. I find that's a fine line too between mm-hmm. health and human experience. Cause I want to know what it's like to be drunk and feel a little snazzed here and there. Yeah. I feel like a lot of these superficial things that are like, you know, put in our face, like, you know, you don't need to be drunk. It's not something, it's not a necessity to live. And it's also not a necessity to like go through like self discovery. But I feel like 
I wouldn't be who I am today had I not experienced like, you know, getting drunk or doing other things. And I feel like it's not overall a negative thing, but when you're sitting, when you come home from work and the first thing you go to is a beer, it's like, but what is that really truly doing for you? Because not only is it numbing you from your feelings and your thoughts, but it also is poisoning you and it's not good for you. So it's, you know, it's, I feel like it's not hypocritical of us to be saying any of this stuff because when was the last time you had a mic's hard? You know what I mean? Right. when we were on vacation, like, yeah, I just feel like it's everything in moderation. Yeah. And there's also educated decisions. Some people just, they wake up and they decide not to be a certain way. Like you wake up and you decide not to drink a glass of water, but you go straight for like an energy drink or like a coffee with a bunch of sugar and creamer and some fucking ibuprofen or an Advil. And then you smoke your jewel and it's like, and you wonder why you fucking depressed and you can't mm-hmm. learn nothing. And it's because you're, you know, yeah. not everyone. Some people do try, but, and some people truly are outliers and they may be depressed, but some people literally put it upon themselves and then complain. And then, well, they don't see the deeper picture because when yeah. you try to help them, like, well, maybe you should look at your diet. Well, blah, blah, blah. there's something, there's <laughs> yeah. something wrong. There's something else yeah, behind and I, it. I feel like, you know, from... From, the, from my perspective, I was somebody who, like, truly, really did struggle from depression and anxiety and maybe, you know, ADHD. I mean, I am diagnosed with ADHD, things like that. I feel like I've truly made a full circle simply by changing my diet and also we getting also, into fitness. You're focusing on something that is productive for yourself. Yeah. It's not like... Putting your energy into wanting to be someone on social media because then it's not you, you know, versus when you like you did, you shuttled your energy into maybe like, let's just fix the diet. And whether you not whether you knew it or not at the time or if that was your goal was to try to be feeling better, you did it. Mm -hmm. And maybe it was an indirect or a direct correlation of you just, you know, make sure of diet and you focusing on something besides being so depressed in your room. Mm -hmm. Anyone, you know, it applies to anyone. Yeah, I think. Just for like reference to anybody listening, when I changed, when I made the decision to change my diet, um, I was still eating, I guess, you know, I was still eating meat and whatever. And I was still also eating like Twinkies and Ding Dongs and cookies. And, you know, you can imagine. And I was in a different state with my parents for three months. And it was probably one of the hardest times in my life. And I can easily say that was actually probably the hardest time in my life. And not only was I struggling mentally, but I was struggling physically because I was at a point where I was either eating, for example, like 200 calories a day. And then the next day I was eating like 3000 calories a day. I was going from extreme to extreme. But you didn't know these things because you can go. You didn't know these things because you didn't know anything about diet yet, because at the time I was still back here in Colorado and she was out in Vermont so she didn't have any education as far as how much she was eating she didn't know what she was doing to herself she was just going through life trying to figure it out like I was but I was figuring shit out here like diet and calories and being able to try to maintain a healthy lifestyle and how it directly correlates to your mood because of BDNF and just like Mm -hmm. all kinds of shit like there's so many there's a zillion things that I could list that go yeah. along with just fixing up your diet and just even trying to, at the very minimal, try to be ex- like physical exercise. Yeah, I feel like the f- because was I think it was so before I had left for those three months, I had I had kind of dabbled in the gym before. You know, I'd been to the gym and I wasn't quite sure what I was doing and I had a lot of gym anxiety and I was going at night with my sister and so I wasn't like. It, you know, it was, I was eased into it. I feel like I wasn't, it wasn't like instant overnight change because I was going to the gym and then we stopped going to the gym, obviously, because I left the state for three months and went through a depressive episode. And literally when I came back after those three months, Brett had made a full circle on his life. And he realized, you know, that his health and his, you know, fitness and like, you know, his training goals were more important than going and getting drunk with his friends and, you know, whatever else he was doing. And at first I kind of like looked at him sideways, like, you know, this is kind of weird. Like, 
that you're you know you're tracking your calories but then when he we didn't even know what a calorie was at the time i had no clue what calories was i didn't know anything about like carbs protein fats yeah keep that in mind yeah so when i came back brett was almost like a whole different person i mean i mean physically like he lost some weight and like was gaining a little bit of muscle but like just his demeanor and his outlook towards life changed a lot simply because he was like focusing on his diet and his health and when I when I actually sat down with him and he was teaching me these things, I feel like that's kind of when the light bulb turned on a little bit more in terms of my physical health. And then I started making changes, you know, I started tracking my calories and really, you know, buckled down in the gym. We were going to the gym every night. And I mean, at first we were kind of just winging it. We didn't really know, we, you know but we, we were learning though. It's not like we that were- nothing, no. Yeah, no. I feel like we put in, quite a bit of effort and maybe at the time we were fairly uneducated on how many calories we should be eating but we learned ultimately we learned because that was what like two years ago now yeah it's been a little bit over two years since at least i've been doing it you were still in vermont two Mm -hmm. years ago today but i was here doing my thing because brendan actually sent me that video yeah from two years ago when we were i was working at the airport i was skinny as fuck because i was was eating like i was (sighs) I don't even know. I was eating like 1,900 calories or something. Dude, it was unreal. I was eating yeah. a minuscule amount of calories. And I had zero muscle, but I was super skinny because, well, to be honest, I had kind of struggled with being overweight. Not obese, but overweight most, basically my entire life up until that day. Yeah. Two me. years ago on July 5th is when I decided to make the change. Yeah, we both were kind of, I guess, overweight children. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't morbidly obese. I mean, I could have easily made the turnaround which i did i don't like have loose skin or anything like that yeah but yeah so it was really eye-opening to me and it was important to me but obviously i took it way too far now i have a deeper understanding that there's less is more and like it's it's a marathon and i can't get look like someone on the internet that that you know yeah somebody that's summer and that and also on the internet some of these influencers that you see it's they look like that but they don't look like that all the time because what you're seeing on the internet you know i mean everybody knows this they're posed and their peak pinnacle like pump and lighting and like and low body fat and everything is so perfect in that picture and out of the like thousand pictures that they probably took that's the one that they decided to post therefore it's the best one you know right so you're seeing you're seeing what they want you to see and i feel like that's okay but like having an understanding that like you can't compare yourself to somebody's best because, you know, people probably look at you at your best and think the same thing. You know, it's just like you just you can't and compare yourself to other people, especially when their literal job is to look good on the Internet. Yeah. So like you're you got to be realistic you about have it. You to be so realistic. It's like you can't look at. I don't know. It's just so unrealistic to think that way. It's like I'm, everyone, you know, I, I've looked at the people and I want to be like, damn, I want to look like that. And I can't help but want to look like that. But yeah, it's, I got to realize that they literally dedicate their lives to be looking a certain way. And it's not even all the time. It's like a couple months out of the year they might look this way because it's unhealthy to be like bone fucking shredded seeing every striation in your muscle. And right. It's just not supposed to be like that. Yeah, I feel like that's another that's a whole nother topic is like how far um, fitness can be taken. And like I feel like even now, especially because fitness is a, kind of a trend it's being taken really far in a lot of ways and it's like you gotta you gotta just understand like what's healthy and i feel like me and brett talk about this a lot like if you're if you're knowledgeable and you know that what you're doing is i guess i don't want to say the word wrong but you know for for lack of better words wrong then i have a little bit more respect for you instead of just making an like uneducated decision it's like picking up a cigarette because you want to like because you want to smoke to be cool but you don't even know like the effects you know mm-hmm. but if you're picking it up and you know what you're doing i guess i have a little bit more respect for you because at least you know and you're making a conscious decision maybe i don't support your conscious decision but at least you know and like i can give you that yeah i feel like that can be go back and forth because like mm-hmm. someone could fully know what they're doing to themselves and complain about it yeah and don't and, don't complain about it if you know you're doing something you, it's but then bad still for do you. it yeah and so those type of people that's where the fine line comes in where it's like people know they're a certain way and they like f- wish they could oh i wish i wasn't this way i wish i wasn't that i wish i could just stop and 
Well, then you can already acknowledge that you wish you could do something and you could acknowledge you could see the problem at hand, but you're still not doing anything. Yeah, I feel like and I feel like I mean, it takes time. It's not like, you you know, nobody's expecting you to change overnight. It's not like I decided to become vegetarian overnight. It was actually months, if not a year of me like. I knew I wanted to be vegetarian at some point in my life because I, you know, I want to live in a tiny house and I want to grow my own food. And personally, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go buy chickens and, you know, raise them and then, you know, go through the whole process to get to the point where I'm eating my, my pet, because that's just not something that I'm willing to do. And that's, I guess that's a whole story for a different day, but it's not like I made that decision overnight, but it's kind of just like, I feel like one of the things that made me make the switch is like it's never going to be the right time you know what if the right time never comes you know nobody something that our dad always told us growing up is like nobody's promised tomorrow I feel like that's always stuck with me is nobody has promised tomorrow and if I were to go tonight you know tomorrow morning is at some point you know within the near future it's it's my time to go I just I would want to be happy with the decisions that I was making today right now and I feel like I feel like that's just something that is, it's considerable to think about a things lot of like people that. people think that way. If you died tomorrow, would you truthfully be happy with the way you were living your life or the decisions you made? Yes, people have made mistakes. Yeah. I have made horrible mistakes in my life, but I've changed from then and I'm so happy who I am now and mm-hmm. I wouldn't do anything else. Like, because if I died tomorrow, I wouldn't want to be at fucking Sprouts or Sam's Club or Walmart hating my life doing something I don't want to do. I'd rather right. be sitting here spitting some real life knowledge than meat and potatoes and to yeah. you guys and and doing you know doing what brett does i feel like i feel like brett inspires me in a lot of ways because he, it's like he has an idea and he wants to do something and he just does it and i mean sometimes it's not overnight because you know things just don't happen like that it's just things take time it's just the reality it's just a reality but i feel like brett wants something and he makes it happen you know he wants certain things for his cars and he does it and it's it's not overnight but you know he does it and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of things handed to me in my life, but the things that I want that can't be obtainable through just asking like a fucking spoiled brat. I, yeah, I have worked and I've earned and I've gotten, I feel like for the most part. And I'm spoiled still in a way compared to others. Maybe not spoiled in a way to other people. Mm-hmm. But I'm blessed with this situation. I'm blessed to be in the situation that I'm in. That way I can pursue the way I want to live my life, like the way I think. Because the way I right. think would not directly correlate with the way I'm living my life if I didn't have the freedom I have right now. So I have to leverage that. Yeah. Because if I didn't live with my parents still, well, there's probably no way that I could be doing trying to open up my own business and get a certificate to be my own trainer and then have enough free time to go talk to people and just build rapport and all of that while trying to maintain like bills and my car payment and gas and rent and food and fucking you know nice clothes so that when i finally do become a trainer now i can't wear my fucking shitty ass walmart clothes i gotta wear like athlete nice athletic clothes and mm-hmm. and just it just goes on and on and on and so so shout out to our parents yeah shout out to my mom <laughs> I, we chose the right parents <coughs> yeah we uh we were the right I don't know, bunch of the batch. I feel like, I feel like if we were, I don't know, I feel like, hmm. I just feel like we're the best kids in the world sometimes. <laughs> like, I feel like we're pretty good kids. But I feel yeah. like we've been handed some pretty good cards. Um, it's not that life was necessarily easy for my parents by any means. Well, that's why That's why we, we look the up life, to them a That's lot. why we lived the life we live is because they grew up the total opposite of the way that we're growing up. My dad bounced around house to house with no dad for his basically entire life from like Vermont to Alaska to California to Colorado. And he came to Colorado with absolutely fucking nothing besides what could fit on his backpack on his motorcycle. And that was it. And he started his life here. And we have so many things. And he just does not want us to die with nothing like how he was left with nothing from his parents. And same with mom. Mm -hmm. She was kicked out at 16, smoking cigarettes at 16 here in Aurora, Colorado in the ghetto. And so I don't. I shouldn't, you know, some people might make me feel bad for living in the situation I live in, but I don't feel bad because it's my life, you know, and yeah. I couldn't, it's not like I had any say in it. And it's not like, you I'm, know. I can just help people. Like, 
by spitting yeah. knowledge like this. Get out of the corporate world <coughs> and go do something. It may be harder for you than it is for me, but it is important that you chase your dreams because if you died tomorrow, would you would be, you be proud happy? of yourself? You know, and it, and also I feel like this is something I like to do, like because I'm somebody that likes to journal. It's so I feel like it gives me the opportunity to look at myself through somebody else's eyes, and so it's like if you. If you were looking at yourself from someone that you love's perspective, like I guess I'm just going to use Brett as an example. If I was looking at myself through Brett's eyes, would you still love yourself? Would you still approve of the decisions that you're making and things like that? I feel like that's something that I truly like think about a lot. And but I feel like when you're doing something like that, it's really easy to place your like your identity outside of yourself, meaning like I guess, you know, you could be proud and and happy for yourself that you have cool clothes or you have a nice car or a nice house. And that's what I mean by placing your identity outside of yourself. And I guess depending on what, you know, I feel like your goals are in life, those are still like, you know, good things because you worked to have those things probably. And I don't know, those are things to be proud of. But I feel like for me, something truly to be proud of is what I guess I call your eulogy virtues, which I'm using as a reference from this book called The Road to Character by David Brooks. Um, He talks about your resume virtues and your eulogy virtues. And your eulogy virtues, let me just quote right from the book. Your eulogy virtues are those that exist at the core of your being. Kindness, bravery, honesty, and faithfulness. And I feel like a lot of those things go into spirituality. That's a whole different topic, but... When I look at myself through Brett's eyes, I feel like I feel a lot of love and also sympathy for myself because I had to go through a lot in order to be the person I am today, which, you know, kind of makes me sad and empathetic towards myself. But I'm I'm proud to be who I am because I feel like I've, you know, I'm a pretty well-rounded person and I feel like I go out of my way to, not out of my way, but I do be, I do put in a lot of effort to like be there for the people around me and I just want to be a good person. I just want to do good things and I just want to learn and teach and talk. My favorite thing to do in the whole world is talk. <laughs> yeah. For those of you that don't know, we'd be having like four hour conversations at times <laughs> that's why we're making a podcast because the other day it was just like our conversation was so good and we didn't even realize that four hours had gone by i know and well, we, we realized two hours went by and we were like okay we're gonna stop like we need to eat and and we go to the kitchen and it, the, the conversation just continues and continues and it just doesn't stop because we just have so much to say yeah so that's why we're here talking about this stuff because we could talk about it over and over and over again because we've done it. We've talked about it multiple times and we're yeah. going to continue to talk about it because it's important to us and we just feel like people need to hear us. And even if you don't need to hear us, I mean, I guess that's cool too. Maybe but you don't need to, but you should. Yeah, you need to listen to everything I have to say. We have some good insight on life. <laughs> I mean, you know, like we're not the most knowledgeable. There's st- there's things we haven't experienced that other people have experienced. Like, you know, we've never been homeless and like... We've never, you know, our parents are still together, so we've never gone through like divorce and things like that. But that doesn't take away from anything that we have gone through. Um, right, our experiences are ours, and we can justify them just like anyone else can justify their experiences. Yeah. In your mind, it may be more important to you, but in our mind, ours is just as important to us mm-hmm. as yours may be to you. Because it's, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I feel like, you know, the world does revolve around me. My world revolves around me. Your world revolves around you, and I feel like. Everything I do is kind of for myself. I mean, I try to take others into consideration for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I like, feel like I'm not going to try to fuck people along the way, but like everything I'm doing is all for myself, and I want to help people and not mm-hmm. be selfish because I want other people to succeed and I want people I care about to do well. But and I also I feel like in in turn of wanting to be somebody that you know is there for other people and wants to teach other people things, I feel like with that comes being somebody who's open to also getting that in return like because I give Brett advice Brett gives me advice and I tell Brett things that I think and then it maybe influences the things that he thinks and I don't know I just I don't know I feel like human connection is just such a special thing and I feel like a lot of people don't 
I feel like a lot of people take it for granted. Like, you know, you're going to sit there. You go to your friend's house to go sit on your phone at your friend's house. Or people get like, they just get, they don't. <coughs> people just get upset when people have something to say. And it's not always because someone's trying to like dictate or judge. Some people just care. Like, yeah. I hate when I try to tell someone, like give some input on something. Maybe it's unsolicited. Maybe they didn't ask. But I feel like. But like if you someone, asked. I feel like to show someone that you're truthfully listening and that you care is to give input and maybe mm-hmm. maybe constructive criticism or not. And sometimes when people are constructive, and um, I f- they take it the wrong way. And then yeah. it's like you can't just be open. Like when I was talking, like what we're saying is not right. But some people might be like, oh, fuck these fucking, like, look at these kids. They're yeah. all wise. No, don't think that way. Just be open. We, we're not right. We're just right to ourselves, you know? Yeah, we, we just feel like... <coughs> I don't know. We don't think we're the most important people on the planet. We're not doing this podcast to like be famous or anything. We're doing this podcast because we're going to talk about these things anyway. We're going to have these conversations anyway. Like, you know, we live together. We talk a lot. Like we're, you know, we're around each other a lot. And so Mm -hmm. even if maybe what we're saying is not right or, you know, you disagree with anything that we're saying, it's, it's more so to spark the conversation and, to maybe teach somebody something and to also learn something ourselves. I feel like that's the whole point of having a podcast is to have conversations and to teach and learn. I mean, I, don't, I guess I don't know about other podcast hosts and stuff. I don't know what their reasonings are. But I don't know. I only listen to like one or two. Yeah, I, I only listen to like, I mean, consistently I only listen to one podcast. And it's, it's the best podcast in the world. That's all I got to say. Okay. <laughs> that's all I got to say. But... Going back to diet in the U.S., I did write something okay. uh, about changing your diet because I'm, I'm this is I'm I'm saying this from experience and I'm saying this as somebody who truly struggled changing their diet um, multiple times now. I've changed my diet a lot within the last two years, but so what I wrote is. It can be hard to change your diet at first, but by ridding yourself of the resistance to change and just accepting that it's going to be hard and different and reminding yourself of the worth behind your actions, you truly can change the narrative. You give life what you put your energy to, and I feel like I refer to the yin-yang a lot because it's 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 a thing for a reason. Because It's cliche, but it's not because it's so real. It's like... I kind of get so worked up just literally just about the yin yang symbol. I just get so worked up about it because it's just so real. It's so true that like in darkness, there is light and in light, there is darkness. Neither would exist without each other. And so like through the hardship of changing your diet or changing anything, changing your mentality, you know, it's, it's hard, but you're doing it for a reason. And, and you know, that reason is because, you know, you want to be healthier. You want to have, you know, clearer thoughts. You want to rid yourself of the brain fog and also you want to have more energy to be able to work out. So it's hard, but it's for a reason. And I feel like, you know, that is yin-yang, you know. And then the yin-yang changes as you go on. So making that change, you'll see the light as like whatever you want to be. And then once you finally get to the point where you are living the life you want to be, mm-hmm. the dark side will be like, if I want to go eat this Twinkie, I'm going to be, you know, Maybe I won't feel as good tomorrow before I go get drunk. Well, then blah, blah, blah. But there's, I'm going to have a good time with my friends and I want right. to be social. And the, like your morals and like your what you desire and crave more is going to change. So your yin, yin and yang is going to change, but it'll always be there. What The light and the dark, it'll always be there. But things will change as you go on. Right. So, but you just remember, have to remember your why mm-hmm. in life. Like why are you doing things? It's because of the one greater big meaning and it's feel like to me it's just to live the best optimal peak physical version i could be in my physical human self mm-hmm. what does it matter in the in the end fuck no probably not but like i could be here for this reason and enjoy it this way the reason is to just experience human life do you agree yeah i feel like that that's something that i was journaling about earlier it's i don't know i try not to think too hard about the why as to like why why I exist or, you know, what the true meaning of life is because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter why because I'm here, you know, there's, and, you know, I guess there is something I can do about it, but I'm not, there's just so much that you don't know and I feel like, I feel like there can be comfort in the unknown. I know it's pretty uncomfortable to not know, especially 
you know, I'm a control freak. I want to know everything. But at the end of the day, it's... You're never going to know everything, so you're always going to be chasing this un... You're going to be chasing this goal that you're never going to get, so you're going to always be unsatisfied, whereas you could just find satisfaction within the unknown of just being... And I feel like... Okay with things. I feel like not knowing, like... It kind of just goes back to the yin-yang thing. It's just like, yeah, maybe it sucks that you don't know everything, but it's also amazing because... You have the opportunity to learn. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. But I, w- I wanted to add something from this book. I just wanted to, like, you know, quote okay. it straight from the book. Cool. Um, you know, when Brett was saying, you just got to remember your why. I was I was literally just reading something about this in my book, and so I just feel like I had to... You know, I just had to put it in because this book is actually really good. Um basically the author was talking about this man i don't know how to pronounce his name Nietzsche. i don't know um he basically lived in a concentration camp and the way that he decided to get through that was to understand that he didn't know what was going to happen he didn't know if he was going to get out he didn't know if he was going to die he didn't know if his loved ones got out or if they died and he he decided to find comfort in that and to just kind of use his situation as an opportunity to like observe the people around him and just observe human nature and the way that people in the concentration camp were responding to their situation and he had a pretty it seems like he had a pretty clear mind about it but what I wanted to quote was he said he who has a why to live can bear almost any how and so like kind of going back to the you know the diet in the U.S. it's just like if you have a reason to change your diet, whether even even if it's not food, even if it's just like if you just want to live longer with your family or just yeah. feel better, not wake up with a headache and what well, literally any reason is a reason. Yeah, it's, it's a reason. Enough. So you can get through it. It's not like it's impossible, you know. People that people withdraw from drugs and I feel like that's a really really hard thing to do. People die and come back to life. Like like literally nothing is impossible. Like you can do it. It's it's going to be hard and it's just like uh, literally yin and yang. Like there would be no good if there wasn't any bad, you know. And there would be no black if there wasn't white. Everything would just there would be nothing. Mm-hmm. There would be nothing, and I feel like, I feel like as a, <coughs> as a younger person, like younger than I am now, I'm so young. But when I when I saw the yin yang sign, I didn't quite understand. I just felt like it was a very black and white way to think. Maybe just because the picture is black and white, but I feel like it's really not. It's not a black and white way to think. It's it's a colorful way to think. I feel like it's, it makes you realize that like. Life truly can be sunshine and rainbows, you know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. yeah, things are bad, but there's... They're not always going to forever be bad. It's only bad because it, you need to be able to feel the bad to feel the light. Yeah, and it, and I feel like it. you just have to really learn perspective and, like, learn how to change the narrative for yourself because, you know, you can sit there and wallow in the sadness of not being able to eat a Twinkie and you got to eat chicken and rice instead. But then you can also think, like, this chicken and rice is going to fuel me. It's going to fuel my body, and I'm going to feel so much better after eating this physically than I would physically to eat a Twinkie. I mean, a Twinkie is, like, instant gratification. It's, like, you you have a craving, and you eat it. So you, you have a craving to eat the Twinkie. So you eat the Twinkie, and in turn, you feel like, you feel like shit physically, but then maybe mentally or emotionally you feel satisfied, but that satisfaction goes away. Instantly almost because... You eat one Twinkie and then you want to eat 12 more. Right, because you're <laughs> never going to be satisfied because you're spiking your insulin, so instantly you're more hungry. And it was sugary and it tasted good and it was full of fucking mm-hmm. like fats and oils and shit that you, it is literally designed chemically to make to make it, you know, fucking taste good. So you want to eat more. Yeah. That's why kale tastes so bad. Go eat... Stop eating, like, junk food for, like, a month and only eat, like, vegetables. And all of a sudden, you can just snack on like, some carrots. Yeah, it, 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 I was thinking about that earlier when we were sitting at the kitchen table. Like, me and Brett, we were snacking on mixed nuts. I was snacking on mixed nuts and the fruits. That's actually from the trail mix we were talking about that we realized it has bad ingredients. But just the things that we, just the things we snack on is so different from when we were younger. Like, he, Brett was eating, like, what are they? Like, some kind of tortilla chips. Like, I, they're like, yeah, there's just like some organic blue corn tortilla chips. That way they're just not like 
full of 15 fucking chemicals. They're right. Like they should literally be. It should literally be like. It should be like tortilla flour. chips. It should be like, because tortilla chips are made out of tortillas. And so it's oh, yeah. like, like corn flour and whatever else they use to mix it with. Maybe water. I don't know. And like. Salt. That's it. Oil. And oil. Yeah. It should be like organic, like olive oil. Right. Avocado oil specifically because it has a higher smoking point. That way you're not getting carcinogens in your food when you burn your olive oil. <laughs> use avocado oil. <laughs> Big brain shit. Right. Cause you, you, even, even when you use olive oil and you burn it carcinogen you're gonna die how bad is it in comparison to other things maybe not that bad but how far do you want to go with it right the rabbit hole goes for fucking ever yeah me and brett go down a lot of rabbit holes and i feel like but now i feel like it's more of a productive rabbit hole because i i I don't know maybe i know which ones i want to go into (laughs) yeah it's um i don't know i feel like my friend ashley for example she came over to our house one day and she she was like all you have to eat at your house is healthy food like we need to go to the store and buy hot cheetos and stuff and it was just so funny because i look in the fridge and i'm like "Mm, all these yummy snacks i got strawberries and and she's like i want hot cheetos and that's fine you know that's fine it's just it's funny to just think about like because we look at our fridge and like oh you're all healthy and i look at it and i'm like this is like this isn't even like this is healthy, but like there's still I, shit I can you know, improve on. There's still canola oil in my butter. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's a, like maybe that's a distorted way of looking at life. I don't really know, and I don't really care because I'd rather not be consuming LDL fats and whatever the, the list goes on. I'd rather not be doing certain things. Mm-hmm. Some I find more important. Like I don't find a problem in eating meat. Do I find a problem in like the huge? wholesale agriculture of like cattle and just slaughtering bazillions of animals no fuck no right but literally every person on the world would have to change and i know we've had this conversation everyone mm-hmm. thinks that way well not everyone's gonna change so why would i literally yeah. everyone thinks that way and that's why we have the problem versus if everyone thought the opposite we could change the world well you know i matter if everyone thought that your stay mattered everyone would, we could all change the world yeah but, it, but i feel like it's really hard to feel like you matter in a world that like puts poison in your foods to make you less than and makes you work a nine to five job just to barely survive and pay for a house that you can't even live in half the time because you're at work and when you're not at work you're sleeping most people just don't have the willpower i mean there's a lot of people that do care but there's a lot of people that also don't care you could say one thing to them in the most nicest way possible Mm -hmm. like hey maybe you shouldn't maybe you should <laughs> and I'm just like, Yo, yeah. dog, you're the reason why we're never gonna. You are literally the reason we won't change because you yeah. can't just be open minded. Yeah, it's like you sometimes when you try to talk to people and they just immediately shut you down. Like they can't even have the conversation. Like, okay, I want to, I want to tell you a little story. I was working at Sprouts. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Oh well, but I'm not gonna say her name. <laughs> I was oh. I was working with this lady and I was telling her that I was like. <laughs> she was telling me how her daughter made this whole like turnaround with fitness, and I was like, "Oh, me too." And I was telling her about like calories. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and how you could eat like really massive portions of food as long as the calorie intake is under your calorie expenditure for the day. Right. And she was like, "What do you mean?" So I explained. I was like, "Okay, so like, I try to explain calories like Twinkies or in like foods." High palatable foods that are dense with calories, you can only eat so many of them before you exceed your limit for the day. And it may be only be this much food, but I could eat the same amount of calories of spinach in this much same food. He's putting his hands very wide now, by the way. For anybody that's not watching the YouTube video, if you're just listening to the podcast, he just made his hands very big. I'm going between big and wide. I'm sure you guys can figure it out. Anyways... She just couldn't believe that what I was saying. Like she doesn't understand that you could eat massive portions of food, That's like salad and fat-free ranch and like vegetables and all, like you could literally put a bazillion vegetables in a salad to exceed a 500 calorie salad, even with fat-free dressing. Right? You could have a massive portion versus you have a Kaniac combo and like <laughs> just the fries alone are 500 calories. Right? The whole plate's yeah. like fucking 1500 calories. But she just shut me down instantly, saying, "Well, I don't." Yeah. it was actually just like it's reasons like that where it's like you can't even look beyond your own ignorance because what i'm telling you is true maybe you may not believe it but you didn't even bother to go look 
Right. It's literally, and if you wanted me to just, you know, is it like the first law of thermodynamics? Energy can't be created nor destroyed. It's mm-hmm. either the first or the second. I don't know. But it's a law mm-hmm. in the world of physics. <laughs> it works that way. It doesn't <laughs> right. change. Yeah. That's science. What were you going to say? Um, I was going to say that was funny because we were talking about that the other day. I, I was, I opened the fridge and I told Brett, I was, I was literally, I told him, I was like, I have, what did I say? Like 1500 calories left for the day. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro, I have 1500 calories left for the day. And as I was just about to say, I can eat so much food. Brett was like, that's one Kaniac combo. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny because in my head, I was like so excited because I was like, wow, I get to have, you like know. Eat meals for the day. <laughs> I get to have like eight more meals. And Brett was like, that's, that's one Kaniac combo. And it's just so funny to turn around because I used to eat canes every day after work. Right. Like I used to just pound all kinds of food like i used to like yeah. a taste of philly bro i couldn't even imagine the amount of calories i was eating <laughs> i would come home with like sandwiches that weighed like three pounds right and i would eat the whole fucking thing and a cookie and a gatorade and some chips on the side plus the three bags of chips i had on the job plus mm-hmm. like my sprite with my lemonade mm-hmm. mix and it was just it was a lot and and all my chips and snacks <laughs> at school and yeah. my fucking cereal and pop tart for breakfast it's like right. you look at things like that and yes a lot of you eat that way we're feel offended i don't care we're looking at you we're pointing our fingers at you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's not supposed to be that way quit eating cereal for breakfast even your honey bunches of oats you know honey bunches of oats is banned in another fucking country yeah you need this is something else i wrote in my notes you need to swallow a pill to feel the effects and reap the benefits so that's a big pill that's a big pill you eat like shit that's why you feel like shit that's why you think like shit and honestly it's fine but it's also not fine because it's not a way to live and you're probably you're probably pr- depressed you're probably sad and you're wondering why you feel this way and you are you're probably capable of doing so much more if you just would allow yourself to like i used to be so literally i used to be so stupid i literally <laughs> like i literally used to be such an idiot i didn't even think twice about anything i was doing i didn't even think twice about the things i was saying to my friends like like it, everything was just so like, I guess I guess superficial for like lack of better words. Like I just, I literally was programmed to be that way by school and and whoever else you know my friends and I just feel like just it's so crazy to think about the turnaround that I've made. I feel like I'm a lot more insightful. I have more of an insightful mind. Mm, <laughs> subscribe. not to rep the brand (laughs) no but seriously though like (gasps) oh fuck okay (laughs) okay wait hold on for those of you that aren't watching a youtube video let's say you're on spotify we're trying to record (laughs) youtube videos so and our camera only records x amount of time so we gotta like restart it (laughs) (laughs) we're keeping that in All right. Anyways, where were where were we? How far into this are we? We're an hour and three minutes into, no the, into way. the podcast. Yep. Three. An, an hour, hour and three, three minutes. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said thirty. I was like, no way. An hour and three minutes. So. And it feels like ten. It feels like ten minutes. What else do you want to talk about? Hmm. Maybe we could just leave it here. We could get some more meat and potatoes for next time. Yeah, I feel like I, this is a good introduction podcast. Do you, you? Yeah, I think so too. I feel like we we talked about a lot of things. And I, f- I feel like they all, you know, kind of had something to do with what our topic was. Um, yeah, if you guys wanted to talk about anything, something, like anything that you might feel like. It's worth talking about. Yeah, you get our opinion on it or you could write down what you feel like and we'll go off of that or whatever. You just let it put it down there. Or if there's no one watching, we'll come up with our own shit. <laughs> there's probably nobody watching it, but that's okay. If you're watching, if you actually listened, you're you're like literally the GOAT. Yeah, thanks. I'm pretty sure we'll put all of like the links for let's say Instagram. We'll probably make an Instagram for this and a YouTube and a Spotify. So we'll put all of that together in some type of bio. It should be called the Insightful Mind Podcast, but it might also be taken. So just look in the bio for the link. Yeah, because you know we kind of had this idea out of nowhere and just kind of did it. So yeah, I made the name insightful mind off the top of my brain like in five seconds yeah and we like found these microphones on target's website and we were like we're going to get those and we went and got them and then brett came up with insightful mind and it just you know it was a thing we just did it and we're doing it and it wasn't it wasn't exactly that easy 
because computers are not easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, if you're if you made it through the podcast, if you liked what we were talking about, you know, I guess if you're watching on YouTube, give it a like, subscribe, we comment, be- share, let your homies know, let us let them know that we're gonna be talking about some real life shit around here. Yeah, we're not a we're not a superficial podcast talking about. I don't know, fine. Money. Kim Kardashian and shit. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Anyways. We're talking about more important things, I feel like. All right. Thank you guys for watching the podcast, or listening and watching and whatever you're doing. All right, see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.